I mean, it seems like even in pop music, no matter what genre, it's like everybody's selling the best parts of them. Nobody's talking about the nitty gritty. It's like, hey, sometimes I'm a screwed up person, but this is how we're going to fix that. Or, you know, I just like stuff that makes you think and challenges you as a person. Welcome to the Drop the Disc podcast recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. Today's episode is a continuation of our Augusta Rocks music miniseries. Today's episode is with Kendall Levesque. We talked to him about how he began writing music. It was a kind of an outlet, you know, when I couldn't say what was on my mind. I could always grab my guitar and get away with saying that stuff in a song. And what is the inspiration behind his music? A big theme in all of my music is mental health. I feel like, especially in country music, it doesn't get talked about very often. And we get to talk to Kendall about a new passion that he's finding with music as well. I don't know, just being able to present somebody a finished product, you know, and be like, this is this is what you're marketing. This is you. This is your brand. You know, go out and make it happen. Don't let anything stop you. Once again, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this continuation of the Augusta Rocks miniseries. If you guys know a local musician that should be featured, please let us know. And of course, if you enjoy this episode, let us know as well with a rating review. Check us out on the social medias at Drop the Disc Pod. And it's my pleasure to announce, as it is every week, that this episode is presented by Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. We love that Nancy is associated with this show. She's a local business owner. She's extremely supportive of the Augusta community. And most importantly, she's plugged in and a phenomenal real estate agent and broker. Uh, She obviously has the trust of Chris and I to not only talk about her every week on this show, but whenever we do any kind of real estate ventures in Augusta, Nancy is our go-to person. In fact, she sold both Chris and I the houses that we live in to this day. Uh, Nancy Powell should be your first call for any and all real estate needs and questions. She'll help you, and not only will she help you, but she has great connections in the community and great knowledge of the market. If you think that you might be in the real estate market anytime soon, go ahead, give her a call, tell her we sent you. Uh, Her number is 706-717-1281, and you can email her at nancypowell1977 at gmail.com. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We're Drop the Disc Podcast. We are here today with a very cool guest. I didn't say... Awesome guest. His, just, his key words are usually awesome and special, so we're really yeah, trying to branch yeah, out. Yeah, we are. We are. I uh, I pulled out the dictionary, and I, I worked <laughs> out some words. Got cool. Got cool. Yeah. So, uh, But today, we have an Augusta Rocks episode, and we're very yes. excited about that. Uh, today, we're here with... Uh, singer-songwriter Kendall Levesque. And Kendall, tell us a little bit before we get into it, what you do, what kind of music you've been putting out, how people can find it. Yeah, so um, I basically focus on folk country, or some people call it Americana, and uh, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, follow me on the Facebooks, and all that good stuff. And that's Levesque, it's L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. Q-U-E. We're having a lot of fun already. Love that. So Kendall, we have a great way to start this episode out, and we're going to start it out with you exactly the same way, which is, we like to know, are you from Augusta? Well, um, 
I'm not not from Augusta. I grew up in Deering, so <laughs> okay. You know, anything yeah. you got to do, you got to come to Augusta. So. That's right. the Augusta area, right? Greater Augusta, CSRA thing. Uh, yeah, it's got to be pretty much down in Thompson, McDuffie County. That's so. right. Just because it has one stoplight doesn't mean it's not part of the CSRA Still a city. <laughs> I used to be employed there. Let's not make them too mad. <laughs> <laughs> So you grew up out there, and, and it's funny because one of the most recent episodes we've done for music it was the Harlem Sons, and Harlem not too far away from Deering, uh, for those familiar, or for those unfamiliar, I guess. Um, you know, give us a little bit of background on, you know, your introduction to music. Like, the Harlem Sons, they're playing in a, they're playing in a barn with their family. You know, what, what was your background? Yeah, so uh, growing up, we were in church nine months before I was born. So, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, it's crazy. We're dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, my uncle, well, he's a cousin, but we call him uncle. Weird okay. small town stuff, I guess. But uh, he was same a, age. Well, not really. Okay. No, he's a bit older. Okay. But he was the uh, worship director up there with okay. music and youth and, um, and always had to sit in on choir practices, all that. I guess that's where my love for music started. And as I got older, I just found myself in it, you know, it's like one of the only things I was ever good at. So <laughs> what was the kind of music that you listened to growing up? Oh, it was, it was all over the place. I went through my phases from like DC talk and try to get into hip hop. But my parents cut that down and <laughs> <laughs> been there, done that. What is DC talk? So they're like a, uh, Christian hip hop pop group. From like the nineties, yeah, gotcha. like before Toby Mac. Yeah, Christian hip hop in the nineties was kind of big. It was, it was fun too. I guess yeah. you wouldn't know, but theoretically, right? Theoretically, I mean, <laughs> right. you, I got a slice of the nineties, ninety six. So you, you yeah. slid in those CDs without your parents <laughs> knowing. Yeah, sure did. I really surprised when I went through my metal phase. You know, a bunch of T shirts with logos you can't even read. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we all been there. <laughs> all, I actually do have some Metallica t-shirts that do not fit anymore, luckily. The um, amount of stress I had to do to just get Ocean Avenue in my house <laughs> by yellow card. Tell me about so it. So you're you're not, you, there was no metal in the Napa's no, household. No, absolutely not. not. <laughs> uh, so Kendall, you know, you're involved in the church choir. Did, were you singing in it as well? No, I was just kind of the kid back there, you know, being told not to push buttons on the PA. And it's like, but I want to. Right. I want to help, you know. <laughs> I might mess it up, but I'm going to help. <laughs> Love that. So when did you start, I guess, kind of wanting to play music yourself? Uh, I'd say in high school. Okay. You know. All Was other, that in Thompson? Yeah, I went to Thompson High. I graduated okay. in 2014. Okay. Um, and, you know, other kids had sports and fun stuff like friends. <laughs> I had guitar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just need six strings. Six strings in you, buddy. Six strings in you. <laughs> so you're playing music. Um, at that time, what kind of stuff were you emulating in high school? Yeah, in, in high school, I was really into pop punk and uh, post-hardcore. So you could do like, like the yellow card. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> my, my vocals weren't suburban enough. <laughs> that, there it is. That was actually my next question. So were you in high school, like, were you just playing to get better like did you perform in front of people were you in any kind of bands um well i had one or two bands and uh they were just very angsty yeah you know trying to get as loud as we could what were they called uh the first one was a direct ripoff of a day to remember we called it a day from tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Love that. And then the second one, we changed the name up to like Her Gentle Madness. I think there's a uh, recording on YouTube still where you put an iPhone on a dresser and just hit go. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that kind of reminds me when we had uh, Chris Larkin in and uh, he was talking about he would put his recorder in his car yeah. and they would just drive down and just freestyle. Just do verses in his and, car, yeah. And see what oh, happens. Man. And, and that's a trip. That's good. That kind of that kind of reminds me of it a little bit. Oh yeah, it's good times, man. You know, didn't know what we were doing, but we were doing it. Did y'all play any shows? We played one Christmas show at a um, place called the Old Frontier. It's just like a, I don't know, it's it's an all purpose kind of thing. They have church services on Sundays. Uh, they do a camp for kids to try to teach them skills that, you know, out in the country that you may need and yeah. just life stuff. Like playing a guitar. Sometimes. <laughs> um, and, and so you graduated high school in 2014. Um, right. What was the next step? Did you want to pursue a career in music at that point? What was kind of your mindset? Yeah, so I've always been interested in performing. I was performing in skits and dinner theaters at the church. And um, when I fell in love with music, I always wanted to perform music live. And when did you fall in love with music? Yeah, I feel like I've always had a passion for it whether it's listening like consuming or yeah. playing but i'd say i really fell in love with it probably sophomore year of high school okay and and so we'll go back to you, you know you graduated you you've been in love with music for really only a couple years which in the grand scheme of things like is not that long were you kind of thinking like you know, I'm, you know, I'm graduating high school. I'm not playing music anymore. Or did you think that that was going to continue to be important to you? Uh, I knew it'd be important because it was a kind of an outlet, you know, and I couldn't say what was on my mind because people would be like, okay, we're going to take you to the doctor now. I could always grab my guitar and get away with saying that stuff in a song. Gotcha. So, so um, I guess the, the next question would be like, uh, First of all, I guess, did you go to college? Was that something that you wanted to do? So coming out of high school, I was planning to go to Full Sail University okay. um, with paycheck to paycheck kind of lifestyle that we were living. That wasn't an option at the time. Mm -hmm. So I went to um, Augusta Tech for probably two semesters. Okay. And I was like, I'm spending money studying something I don't want to do, which was business management. Gotcha. And uh, I recently, about six months ago, I actually got into Full Sail University for production. Very exciting. Wow, that's very cool. I love it. It's, it's a lot to learn. It's kind of overwhelming, but uh, and, it's fun. It's the and, dream. And production, just the umbrella of production? Right. Or are we talking about like a specific production? What you, yeah, what are you learning how to do? So um, I'm studying music production. And I mean, right now it's kind of an umbrella, but as you get further in, they narrow you to down to like post-production or engineering or mm -hmm. any of that fun stuff. Do you know what you want to get into? I'm thinking post-production. Post-production is my favorite because it's the only one I really do. <laughs> so for the listeners out there, explain the difference between pre-production and post-production real quick. Yeah. So like in pre-production, you're, you're getting everything set. It's It kind of leaks over into engineering a little yeah. bit. Um, you're working directly with the artist in the studio every day, you know. But with post-production, you're, you're kind of editing things, mixing and mastering and getting it ready to be put on the shelves. That yeah. That's what everybody wants to do. That's what everybody wants to do. Yeah. yeah. Although engineering, very cool. You know, you can kind of learn a bunch of different technology, but post-production, right. you know, it sounds like you kind of have an idea that you might want to uh, 
maybe record other people's music, maybe record more of your own music. Um, yeah. It's always been a passion of mine to see other people get passionate about music too. Very cool. So like, I don't know, just being able to present somebody a finished product, you know, and be like, this is, this is what you're marketing. This is you, this is your brand, you know, go out and make it happen. Don't let anything stop you. That's exciting. No. So uh, back to the, back to the Levesque story. I almost tripped over that. Um, <laughs> So you ended up not finishing school with the business, uh, the business uh, concentration. Um, during this time, you were still playing music. I was, yeah, and I was actually figuring out how to pursue performing live. So you were getting actually more serious about it, right? Okay, yeah. forgive, forgive the microphone. They hit our faces every now and then. <laughs> um, and so that brings up, like, before then, had you ever performed solo? Had you ever thought about it? I'd done a couple of talent shows here and there and like filled in where they needed people to fill in at the church. But uh, before that, I just, I never really saw it as something serious. You know, you always brought up, you need to, you know, go to school, get good, good grades, uh, go to college, get a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody ever tells you that's an option. You know? Right. We'll be right back with more of Kendall Levesque. But first, here's a plug for some of our good friends right here in the community. In my opinion, in my opinion, Savannah River Brewing Company is the hottest hangout spot in Augusta. Let me tell you why. They've got great beer, obviously, that's the thing, but they always have something going on every day. Monday to Sunday, something is always happening there. There's always food there. There's always snacks there. There are games there. They've got pickup cornhole. They've got disc golf putting challenges. They've got Chippo challenges. This is the hottest spot to go hang out. Why not start at Savannah River Brewing Company? Check it out. Let me know what you think about it. Simply DM us on social media and tell me I'm wrong. Savannah River Brewing Company. This kind of brings us more to the present, which is, uh, you know, your music now. Um, talk to us about kind of that growth from realizing you were going to do solo music to kind of taking that next step and, you know, doing it. Um, have you recorded music that people can find? Yeah, I've got uh, one fully produced single up right now on my Spotify and iTunes called Six Strings and You. Um, and a couple of acoustic takes that I took for some videos are recorded up in Greenville, South Carolina. Very cool. So not only have you produced a little bit of music, but you've toured a little bit as well. Right, yeah. What kind of gigs do you play? Where have you played? You know, it's, it's a lot of bars and restaurants right now, which is fun. I love my dive bars. Um, <laughs> I really miss playing at Metro Coffee House. I don't think they're doing music at all right now. They're coming back August 6th. A fun fact, I nice. think that just got released. Yeah, it just got released. Uh, they're doing Bodega Cat and Ryan Abel and Friends. And then after that, they are going to be wide open with music, which is incredible. Nice. Yeah, I've missed it. It's just a cool environment down there, especially mm-hmm. since they've kind of upgraded everything and changed it up. Absolutely. And on that topic, you know, you have been kind of in the Augusta music scene for a little while. Talk to us about that environment. I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know, there's a wide range of local musicians. There's cover bands. There's there's uh, people like Funk U that tour nationally. Right. There's people like Joe Stevenson that, that do single music and, and put on shows. You know, how is how how's your interaction been with that community? It's uh, for the most part has been pretty good, you know, in a very competitive environment. You know, that's cool to hear. I mean, it's very competitive yeah. still. I mean, music's always going to be that way. Yeah. 
But, um, you know, the Augusta community tries to look out for each other as much as we can. And uh, that's what I love about it. So when, when you play, you know, some of the listeners have not heard you play. And so if they were going to go hear you play somewhere, what kind of what kind of music are you playing? What kind of covers are you playing? What are you known for for playing? Yeah, I'm known for being a giant Tyler Childers fanboy. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anything out of like the Appalachian to Red Dirt Texas scene, it's just uh, genuine, you know? It feels like a lot of country music now just is disingenuous. Is that what drove you to it? Is just the, the want to like have something real to talk about? For sure. I mean, it seems like even in pop music, no matter what genre, it's like everybody's selling the best parts of them. Nobody's talking about the nitty gritty. It's like, hey, sometimes I'm a screwed up person, but this is how we're going to fix that. Or, you know, I just like stuff that makes you think and challenges you as a person. That's very cool. Um, and now we kind of get to to talk about like some cool future situations or, or you know, ways that you would like to see yourself because that's part of what we get to do is play these mind games with people um you know you've kind of toured regionally and you have a single out what's next for you yeah so um i've pushed one of my songs which is acoustic recording of but i want to fully produce my song working man when did you write that uh probably about 2019 what was the influence of that so uh, i was working at o'reilly auto parts and um being young and not knowing what direction to take, it yeah. just kind of seemed like you're just going to work until you're gone. Until you're dead. Yeah. Well, let's take this op- actually this opportunity because this is something I like to talk about with entrepreneurs and musicians is, you know, it's not all just albums coming out, you performing places and having a good time. It's also you working to make sure that you can get that done. Right. I mean, you, correct me if I'm wrong, have been working jobs in order to support this music career as you've grown it. For sure. Where What have you kind of done around the city? Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, right now I'm working at Guitar Center, right. which, is, which is awesome because I've learned a lot in the last two years being there. Tom, Tom Reed works there. Or he, yeah. he teaches lessons there. Massive fan. Shout out Tom Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Friend of the awesome show. Awesome guy. And... Um, before that, I was just working odd jobs in Thompson. Like, you know, like Long John Silver's was probably the worst. <laughs> I mean, the worst part about that is like if you work at a place like, you know, Chick-fil-A, you get to eat the food every day and you're like, OK, well, you know, I could eat this every day. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, that would not be what you would want to do working at Long John Silver's. <laughs> Definitely not. Is dude. it actually seafood? That's the that, question. We do not want the answer, though. That's, that's still to be seen. <laughs> that's still <laughs> to be seen. They will not be sponsoring this show. <laughs> no. We're not hating. Thanks for uh, selling fried food. Thanks for the fried food. Thanks, <laughs> thanks fried for the food. job, guys. Um, <laughs> but you've been working to support yourself. When did you start working at Guitar Center? Yeah, so they, we opened in November of 2019. So you helped open that store. Oh, yeah, I was there since day one, um, you know, putting the guitars on the shelf and making sure everything looked pretty. What drew you to that? Uh, the fact that I'd be able to be around music basically 24-7 from that to yeah. performing. And also just, you know, you get a lot of teenagers, young kids in there that are just finding out what music's about and how it can take them anywhere they want to go. And you have a... Uh a kind of a deep aged voice, I would almost say, but you are not an elder. I mean, this is not 
we're kind of making it seem like you've been grinding and grinding for years and years. But how old are you? You're 27? Uh, 25. 25. You're 25. 20. You're the same age as me. Uh, although our musical talent age may be way different. Um, you're the same age as pretty much us. And you're kind of making a path right now. So okay. let's let's get back to the question I actually asked before the tangent, which is kind of the next steps for you, yeah. the things you'd like to see for yourself. I, w- I would love to see playing in some bigger venues, like with actual stages. Okay. Um, Do you have any in mind? Shoot, call your shot. Man, I would love to play the Miller. To be honest, locally, that's that's one of the biggest goals. Um, you know, I don't think we're ready for the Staples Center or anything like that yet, but <laughs> we're, we're working on it. So. And you say we? Is there a team? Uh, soon to be. Soon to be. Soon to be. We, we got to get our about schedules it? to line up. But can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, I got a couple guys I've been talking to about wanting to play as a full band okay. and kind of broaden the sound. Who are they? Uh, Al Moore. Out? He okay. used to play with um, Josh Healy. Um, and he did great. Solid. Solid. That's a Chris answer. Thank you, Chris. I did Solid. not know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Josh is an, a phenomenal artist in that area, too. Okay. Shout so, out. Sounds like we should have him on. Yeah. Shout Sounds out. like I should look him up. And then the guys that um, that he knows really well. So okay. right now we're just in the process of getting dates set to practice uh, so we can get that internal rhythm together. Okay. So. so the next thing for you is is you're trying – now would you be the front man of this band that you're working on putting together? Right. I mean, it, was, it would still be Kendall Levesque, but the sound would kind of expand a little Very bit. Very cool. Okay, okay. So when we talk about, like, putting out new music, you're you're wanting more than just this – what you can do basically you're wanting more than just the guitar and the singing you're wanting to add like the full ensemble be able to perform at bigger venues that kind of stuff for sure like i, I love just me and my guitar i mean this way it's been for so long but and there's I nothing think, wrong with doing that still no i just think for the crowd they're they'll get more out of it yeah you for know. sure and you have the opportunity not to be, you know, the only person that matters sitting on that stage, right? Which is probably very freeing, if I had to guess. Oh, for sure. I mean, you'll have other energies to pull off of. Yeah. You know, kind of poke fun at each other and just live it <laughs> up. Three hours out there by yourself, it doesn't get boring. That's that's not what I'm saying. It's no, of just, course. It's a little difficult sometimes. I'm sure you get drained, if yeah. anything. Yeah, it's a little draining up there by yourself. So this will be your first time playing in a band since high school? Since high school. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, honestly, it's a, it's a little nerve-wracking because I know I'll be the weak link because these guys are phenomenal. Uh, but at the same time, kind of freeing because you don't have to... You don't have to be the spotlight. Exactly. Right. You have other people to lean on. Exactly. And so, yeah, that, that, that will be freeing. At the same time, you are the spotlight because you are still singing. It's still the Kendall Levesque band. Yeah. Right. And and just to be clear, when he says Levesque, it's Levesque. Correct? Right. Just a case sound. But honestly, I'll come to anything you call me as long as there's three meals a day involved. I can't believe you just <laughs> let me do that for well, 20 minutes. Not I, you, Chris. I can't believe I know. you, Kendall, for I know. letting me do I, that. I noticed See, that's the when, problem. I don't, I don't correct people on like anything. I'm just like, yeah, we'll look, go with it. Look, man. <laughs> look, man. My last name is Napoltz. I've gotten it all, and that's I will important. correct you every freaking time. So it's Levesque. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more of Kendall Levesque. But first, let's talk about a really great partner in the community, The Clubhouse. The Clubhouse at the Cyber Center is an organization and a space 
that's built to support this next generation of businesses. What do we mean by that? This coming week is a great example. They have two really cool events coming up. This Wednesday, the 14th, they'll be having a hands-on data science class for business owners. And this coming Saturday, just to show the other side of the coin, they're having their July beer and bike run down the Riverwalk. It's a great organization to be a part of. It's great to build your business culture while also learning about the tech atmosphere. And of course, that's not even to mention the fact that they have opportunities like the Cyber Boot Camp where they educate people on how to use technology to gain employment. The Clubhouse is a really great organization. If you want to learn more about them, maybe become a member for yourself or your business, check them out at theclubhouse.se. Type in the Clubhouse, but the period before the S-E. So it will be you as the front person. Um, do you see you guys, you know, obviously this is a couple steps away, but do you have goals to put out music like albums with these people? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to have them backing me in the studio, yeah. which I'm actually uh, working on getting the budget up Very to cool. record some stuff. So, Where, where are you going to be recording? Uh, right now I'm leaning towards a studio in Greenville, South Carolina that a friend of mine, Vila Harrington, uses. Okay. He used to be local here, based out of Aiken, and okay. then life kind of took him up that way. So. Okay, Very Greenville's cool. still not far though. No, no, it's not, it's not far at all. That is so cool. And do you have like a proposed timeline? I I don't want you to say anything that you don't want to say, but I'm. What's your hoping, dream? Right. What's your dream? Right. Hope. Between best case scenario and worst case scenario, <laughs> you know what's yeah, yeah. in the middle of that? I would love to have two, uh, like a four song EP out by like next year. Okay. Okay. In, in the next year, year and a half. So we're calling our shot right now. Four shot, uh, four song EP next year. For sure. And and will it be called the Kendall Levesque Band? Thank you. Oh. Or is it going to have to be decided? Okay. Oh. I've been throwing around a few I like names, that. but I like I, that. Can you can you throw some of those names around with us? Yes. So uh, <laughs> yes, they they've been thinking about as a band just backing people going as um, prestige. Worldwide or something, <laughs> something kind of cool. No way. Worldwide, yeah. wide, 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 <laughs> wide, wide. And uh, I've always kind of thought of like when I have a live band, it being Kendall Levesque and the Moonshine Muds. Okay, oh, something kind of like that. Oh, there you gotcha. go. Yeah, like that is that. super cool. We'll have a Instagram poll out there to see what people think. <laughs> Don't worry. I think I I think the uh, the movie reference will doubtlessly win this Absolutely. one. Absolutely, <laughs> Step Brothers will always win. Yeah, there's no chance. Uh, <laughs> this is really cool. Um, and and so I guess before we actually start to hear the music. Let's talk a little bit about your influence and kind of the songs. Yeah. You have two songs. One's mm -hmm. recorded acoustic. Yep. How did you write them? How do you write them? What are your influences? So other than artists, a lot of my influences are just everyday life. Um, for example, Six Strings and You was kind of about this fling that I was hoping that would happen. Um, I've always been a hopeless romantic. There's nothing so. worse than a fling you hope will happen. Right, because it's not actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right. <laughs> it's like, what are the kids calling it now? They uh, being a simp or whatever. You're down know. bad. You're down bad. You're down. You're hurting. Uh, shout out to my friends Trey and Tyler who were very down bad in our Myrtle trip. Oh no! Oh, I will not Dirty expand. Myrtle. I will not wow. expand. Couple of uh, sand in my boots moments, <laughs> a little Morgan Wallen action. There. Potentially worse, but anyways. 
Um, okay, so so that's the one, and and the other one is is uh, the one that you just have the acoustic recording of. Yeah. So uh, not only was that inspired by my experiences, us working, man, um, but also my family's experience. I come from a long line of just blue collar workers that okay. live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Just right. trying to survive, and it's just like, man, I can't catch a break. Yeah. But like God, if you're looking down, just just bless us. Just let us get through this week. <laughs> this song goes out to Long John Silvers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great one. <laughs> Talking about how they make their food. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> worker man. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, are those the only two songs you've written? They're the only, you said that they're the ones you've recorded. Have you written more songs? Yeah, I have a probably about a whole album at least written and really? I got some half baked ideas. That's so cool. Too. Give and us some ideas yeah, of stuff you've written. Yeah. Or the inspiration, the the theme around them. Yeah. 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 So a, a big theme in all of my music is mental health. I feel like especially in country music, it doesn't get talked about very often. And I feel like it's a plague that uh one, we don't know how to talk about it. And two, yeah. men don't know how to seek help for it. You know, because we're always taught we got to man up, you know, get over things, just mm -hmm. keep on keeping on. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you look at the statistics of men that commit suicide or struggle with mental health, it's it's pretty daunting. Yeah. So. Wow. That, I mean. That, took, that took everything to the next level. It took it serious. I, unfortunately, you're 100% correct. Right. About all that. What I are would some, love not to be. What are some <laughs> songs that you've, you, that you've written on that topic? What are they, you know. Well, I've got got one from personal experiences called uh, My Last Whiskey. It's just saying, you know, uh, I've kind of had everything stripped away from me, and it just kind of feels hopeless. So if, if death wants me, come and get me. I'll be right here. Is, I'm going to take another shot. Is this one of those songs that, that may be on that EP that would be released? I'm, I'm really hoping that's one of them. That's one I would like to be on it just because of the message. It sounds like it would be very... Um, I would say, I, I don't want to say emotional, but I want to say like, it would have like a very empathetic connection. Right. And that's what it's about. I mean, music's always meant to connect people. Yeah. It's, it's a language that everybody speaks. Right. Well, we're talking about music um, and we want to hear some music, but first we have a tradition that we need to go through on our side. So I'm <clears> going <throat> to let Chris take it away. So we ask every guest on this show which is kind of crazy because we've Pretty asked cool. over 70 maybe eight over 100 maybe check us on the odds uh check us on the real numbers guys well okay we started in may of 2019 yeah and it's june of 2021 so an episode yeah about yeah. 100 yeah about 100 yeah that's incredible so we've asked a lot of people yeah <laughs> for sure uh just so i'm not fact checked yeah more if you count all the band members too true shout true. out to the band members yeah the people that bring in the full band. The Harlem <laughs> shout Suns. Out, shout out Andrew Fowler. <laughs> and uh, Harlem Suns. But uh, check them out on Spotify. And of course, we're about to do the Drop the Disc question presented by Trainer Gray. The Drop the Disc question is sponsored by Trainer Gray Media. What is Trainer Gray? In fact, for a while, I didn't even know what Trainer Gray was. But I guarantee you, if you Google Trainer Gray, no space in the middle, you will find incredible incredible media that they have produced emmy award-winning multiple emmys for their work you want them on your team check them out go ahead and email them today to get them on your team to help your company brand themselves efficiently trainer gray media 
we ask every guest on the show, you know, we're dropping the disc podcast, so we're dropping the disc from the city of Augusta, even the CSRA, Deering, Georgia, everybody. Um, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city of Augusta, what would your response be to them? I told them that, uh, you know, while we, we've got some room to grow, this community has a history of sticking together when things get tough. We've, you know, from the flood back in the day that destroyed yeah. it to just helping charities out and all that good stuff. We we try to love each other, you know. And that's what that's what we need to continue to do and even get better at. And it sounds like that's kind of what you've seen in the music scene as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, without a lot of these guys like Will McCraney from Bodega Cat. Massive yeah. shout out. Massive. He's he's an awesome dude. He hits me up a good bit. He's like, Hey, try this out instead of maybe hiding behind an iPad to play requests. <laughs> like, don't do that. Learn your stuff. Be yeah. be as amazing as you are. Uh, you know, just supporting each other, calling us out when we need it, and just trying to be a community. And like you said, it's competitive, which it is. everybody's got to be their best at all times, no matter what. For sure. But I, I also want to add on that, and I never do this, but I, I do want, do I want to add on to this, not only the the artists and the community back each other, but the, the F and B, the people that have the brick and mortar to have y'all there. Right. They want you to be there. They do. And that honestly, that is incredible. I mean, this city, if, if you have a restaurant or if you have a bar and you don't have live music, they're also competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And so they want live music. They will reach out to you. Yeah. Even the ones that don't have live music probably want to. Right. Oh yeah. Exactly. And so, I'm done because I never do this, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to add on to it's that. It's an important it's, thing. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's really it is. cool to see that. And you've got people like Coco out there, too, that just want artists to get paid and don't, doesn't care how it happens. He just wants yeah. to make sure it happens exactly. for them, yeah. which is fantastic. There's a lot of talent around here, and uh, we've we've got a lot of potential, especially in music and entertainment that yeah. we've yet to tap into. Exactly. So before we hear some of that music... Um, I want to ask you, is there anything that we can promote for you while you're here? Yeah, um, I actually just built this fancy new website. It's called Kendall Levesque Official. Love it. Yeah, there, you, there is an S in there. <laughs> right, right. It's just silent. How will I go through and take out me saying it wrong every single time I know? <laughs> I'm glad you did that because people have some information they can learn halfway through. That's right. And I'll be the, yeah. I'll be the vessel. Hey, there we go. <laughs> so KendallLevesque.com. KendallLevesqueOfficial.com. Official.com. Yeah, you can keep up with uh, show dates, merch. Very cool. All that fun stuff. Social media? Social media. I, I do use Facebook, Instagram, trying to figure out TikTok and Twitter. What's the best one to follow you on if they had to choose one? I would say Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. The correct choice, by the way. Not that yeah. there was a wrong choice, but that was the right choice. I'm so just better at posting on there. Well, <laughs> technically, Instagram is Facebook now. I mean, it's, yeah. That's a whole... Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wormhole. People are spiraling right People now. People are spiraling. So let's get out of this spiral. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We're going to hear some music from Kendall Levesque. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. And if you're listening to this episode because you love local music or because you want to hear more of it, stay tuned because we will soon be releasing the date for our third and final Augusta Rocks concert of 2021, benefiting the Salvation Army Center for Hope. We are not quite at our $10,000 goal of money raised for the year yet, but hopefully this last show will get us there. So stay tuned, and when we release the date, go ahead and mark your calendars for the next 
live rendition of the Augusta Rock series. My name is Kendall Levesque, and this is my brand new song, Gotta Hold On.
Thank you. Cool. My name is Kendall Levesque, and this is my song, Working Man. You may not believe this when I say it, but I heard pop punk in that song. Oh, really? I can't tell you how I heard it. I can't describe it, but I was sitting here going, there's some pop punk in that. 
Fantastic work, man. Kendall Levesque, thank you so much for being here. You can find him at Kendall Levesque with an S-Q-U-E, uh, official.com. Follow him on social and Instagram. Yeah, yep. Download his music. Yeah, check him out. And look out for the release of Working Man, because that's going to be... That's a good song, man. That's a good song. Follow him on Instagram. Find out when he's playing live in the city of Augusta. You're right. All right, Kendall. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and do us a favor. Leave a rating or review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And of course, follow us on the social media at Drop the Disc Pod. And now, of course, make sure you stick around because Chris's segment around Augusta is coming up right now. Hey, guys, this is Chris with Around Augusta. For those of you that aren't sure what this is, and I'm really ready to start not having to say this at the beginning, but Around Augusta is an opportunity for me to kind of just say what I hear, say what I see, and talk about things coming to Augusta. Um, I first want to talk about Boudreaux's Snowballs. My buddy Mark McBride over bartender at uh, Indian Queen has been posting a lot about this, and I just want to say that it is an incredible snowball company. They are doing almost kind of like Pelicans, but it's local. It's literally an incredible opportunity. It is located at 2111 Lumpkin Road. That's in South Augusta. Y'all go check it out as soon as you can. As y'all kind of have heard, um, RIP to Southbound on Central, um, but I want to tell you there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, that's a great space that they are leaving off Central, and a lot of you might think that that's what is keeping Central alive, but I'm telling you right now that Central is going to boom very soon, and uh, I guarantee you, wink wink, that there's going to be a really awesome awesome place that's going to be going into that location and for southbound there are rumors that there will be a location opening up in evans georgia in the next six months but you didn't hear it from me wink wink and that's all i got for around augusta with this